0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. Welcome back to the In the Whisper podcast. I am so glad that you've come back again. Today, my guest is Haley Palmer. She is with Haley Palmer's Makeup, and she has a workshop she does called temple. And she talks about our body as a temple, the beauty that God sees in us. I wanted her to share her message today about how God sees us and how the world sees us. And the most important person is God. Welcome, Haley. I'm so glad you're here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So tell us about yourself and Haley Palmer's makeup.
1: I am a mom of two, and I've been a makeup artist since 2005. I just have a passion. I can't just say for women because I just have a passion for everybody. I just have a passion to see people come alive. As I've done makeup through the years, I turn the mirror over, and all of a sudden it's like not that makeup makes anybody different or it's not magic, you know what I mean? But it's like I've seen so many times where I could see the trauma on them, and I turn the mirror over, and then all of a sudden they were just like, this is how somebody sees me? Like, they didn't even know they were beautiful. And so it just really impacted my heart. And I just wanted to go after those people. Yeah.
0: It's interesting that you say that. I never thought of people that have faced big trauma. Probably don't even have time to worry about what Mm -hmm. they look like. And then to see themselves in a different light. That probably is, like, just rivers falling off. No, and, and like,
1: I would see them, like, cry. And, like, um, the first thing they do is touch their hair. And I just thought, they, they don't know. Like right. no one ever told them or whatever the enemy has told them or the enemy used people to tell them and tear them down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times it would be like, oh, I have a big forehead. Who told you it had a big forehead? And right. they're like the smallest forehead ever, you know, yeah. just like, right. and then it just made me realize, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is, Proverbs says. And it's right. just like, it's really important to get what, what we believe about ourselves right. Yeah, We can't afford to have a thought about ourselves that's not that God doesn't think. You know what I mean? Like if right. he designed us and he created us. Oh my gosh, like if if we go in the flow of how he thinks about us and how he wired us. That's glory on the earth.
0: That's right. the whole point
1: of the gospel. And that's the whole point of overturning everything the enemy has done. It's going back to the garden of Eden and saying, "No. This right. is my land. This is my people. This is my family, and this is what we're going to do." <laughs> I
0: I love that glory on earth. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful and that's how god sees us and you know we are broken and we're never going to be holy this side of heaven Mm -hmm. but there is opportunity and he wants what's best for us even
1: here right
0: it it doesn't always work that way because the world's broken but we know what is to come right so tell me about your workshop the temple Mm -hmm. what what does that entail
1: so basically i first take women through i basically take them through not a counseling session but a session with holy me and holy spirit and i just ask them questions i look at the temple as far as when you go back to the old testament It was created because it was a foreshadowing of Jesus to come. Every part of it was Jesus fulfilled as the word himself. And then he was saying, hey, I want to come live inside of you and do this here. And it's better for me to go so Holy Spirit can come. There's a place in Psalms. It's Psalm 74. And it says, turn your steps toward this devastation. Come running to bring your restoring grace to these ruins, to what the enemy has done to devastate your holy place. They have come into the very midst of your dwelling place, roaring like beasts, setting up their banners to flaunt their conquest. Now everything is in shambles. They've totally destroyed it, like a forest chopped down to the ground. There's nothing left. All the inner place has been ruined, smashed, broken, and shattered. They burned it all to the ground. They violated your sanctuary, the very place of your of your glory and your name and so like what i do is i step back and just say holy spirit where has the enemy set up his victory flag in your life and then you're going to sit there with holy spirit and he's going to show you and then you're going to exchange that out you know i always call the cross the greatest exchange what we can't do our, for ourselves he did it does it for us and i just know that if trauma manifests on the outside as mm-hmm. just as much as it does in the inward and hurts your heart it, that comes out on the outside too. And so it's like, if if trauma can do that, glory can too. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> you said that you have found a passion for when you turn that mirror over and women see mm-hmm. that they are beautiful, mm-hmm. regardless of yeah. what the world thinks, that they see their inner beauty. Mm-hmm. What brought you to this? I mean, how did you get to that point where you got that passion?
1: I think there's so many times in my life I feel like I've been on a diet since I was five. And just, like, being pushed by the en- around by the enemy of, oh, you're not this, you're not this, and you're not this. And then finally, one day, I was just, like, sick of it. Yeah. And I turned, and I was just, like, but he made me. And, like, he made my outsides to go with my insides for a purpose. I mean, Esther. Like, yeah. she made her, he made her beautiful. If she was, like, hit, she wouldn't be before the king. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. he made her beautiful, and her out- inside matched her outside because she was also courageous. She just wasn't beautiful. Or maybe she was beautiful because she was courageous, you know? And same with, like... I was going through the Bible and I was like, this person was beautiful. This person was beautiful. And you look at all creation. Everything is so beautiful. And you realize that's his signature over creation is beauty. You know, Genesis says, thorns and thistles, I yield unto you. That's not him. That's from the curse. He broke the curse. Right. You know, and that that can't triumph over us anymore because he is the greatest triumph.
0: Right. I love that. (laughs) Before the curse. When God made the world. He mm-hmm. said he made us in his own image. image yes. Do you talk about that with, yes. with your women? Mm-hmm. And, and, because to me, that's the most powerful thing. No, you're so right. To know that I was made in his image. I don't know exactly what that means. Does it mean we look like God? He looks human? Does it mean that his, his spirit is in us? I don't know and I don't care. The right. fact that he wanted us in his image and that it was very good is... I think one of the most encouraging and comforting things in the Bible.
1: No, it really is. And I think it's like one of those things where you realize why the Bible says like, all creation waits for the sons of God to be unveiled. He died for us, you know, not for animals, (laughs) not for the angels, you know? And it's just like, he sees something in us to reverse everything. And I just, I don't know, I think that's so amazing. I learned this recently and it just, oh my gosh, it just broke me. So in the temple, there's the brazen altar. And the brazen altar is bronze, which represents judgment. So when they would go cut the sacrifice, there'd be blood all over their hands, and they'd go to the brazen altar to wash their hands. When they went to wash their hands, that brazen altar, like I said, was bronze. But then, in like the sink area, was mirrors turned up, so that when they went to wash their hands, they looked, they could see themselves, but only through the blood. Oh wow! <laughs> I like I when I first time I heard that, I was like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like to see ourselves, but only through the blood. What activation can we do where we just sit alone with Holy Spirit and go before a mirror with Him and say, "Who am I? How am I dressed? How do you see me? Right? Like, what do I look like in the spirit realm to you?
0: Right? What a great question!
1: Right? Or just like 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 sometimes I feel like people are like, "Oh, Bible study, Bible study." Like, no, just sit with Him. Just look at Him. Look look mm-hmm. at His eyes. You know, just see what he's doing. You know, just watch him in the room. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much healing power in that moment when you know who, who you are and why you are.
0: Right. You know, I I did a podcast with a lady earlier, and, and her husband had been abused by a family member. Mm-hmm. And his his young life was, was just really bad. And when he was younger, I don't even remember what age, he he went to church and he ended up with a picture of Jesus and the children mm-hmm. and when it was really bad or he was really afraid he in his head put himself in the lap of Jesus where there was a little boy yeah, in this picture I love that. and how how phenomenal is it that a young boy that's just learning about Jesus mm-hmm. knows that that is where his comfort is no I'm not sure so that I can always find that now
1: no I think it's just like this is what I explain to my kids is like he he's coming after us more than we're coming after him religion always yeah. puts we have to run after him we have to do the works we have to do this when the thing the greatest part about him is that he runs after us mm-hmm. and the, the, when you start to sit back and you just stop I'm not doing not doing the works I'm you know we do the works as far as like whatever he calls us to do to obey that just stop and just sit Mm -hmm. it's just like oh my gosh he really really loves us yeah and it's it's so powerful and he's just he's so right there. He's so willing to speak to us, he's so willing to heal us. My pastor always says, We're we're not trying to convince God, he's trying to convince us. Right. You know, healing is his idea, not ours. Right. So I gave my life to Jesus when I was seventeen years old. I was at a basketball game, nobody was talking to me. Jesus just unblinded me. It was radical. I was like a fall oh, moment. It was radical. That and is radical. I got I when I was only sixty eight, come back to Bell Fountain and I was just like, Jesus, I give my life to you. I started reading the Bible, and I had a King James. I didn't have (laughs) anything else, okay? But this is like this is so Holy Spirit. I didn't realize until like maybe this last year that how much grace He gave me to read out that and understand it. Yeah, because it was a percentage, and I was reading Old Testament, and I wasn't. I wasn't wasn't going after off like I wasn't like skipping the chronological order of families. Nothing, and I was amazed. I couldn't get enough. I would read like four hours a day, but I was also real angry because I was like, "Why didn't anybody tell me?" why didn't anybody tell me this is so amazing Yeah. why didn't anybody tell me that all the answers are right here Yeah. and yeah. that he's so good and I just got, I remember going to church and being like you guys aren't reading this because yeah. this, this is something so different and they're like he's, he's real and he's alive take down that picture and go meet him he's amazing you yeah. know what I mean and I you know I had to like, get healed from being so angry but <laughs> 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 but it was also like the radical part of me of just like no he's alive yeah, He's the resurrection. He is the life. Yeah. And I will spend my the rest of my life chasing that.
0: So tell me, how long have you been doing your um, Haley Palmer makeup?
1: So I've been doing makeup for 16 years. Oh, wow. And I just started the temple workshop this past year. Mm-hmm.
0: And so is that for just one person at a time or is it? I've done it
1: in groups too. So I kind of have to switch it up a little bit. But I love just doing it with like one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So usually the first session is more, I don't want to say counseling, but just like, Time with you and Holy Spirit, where I just kind of like help foster that moment mm-hmm. and ask the questions, and you write it down and all of that. And then I do makeup, and then I can teach you know, mm-hmm. how to do your makeup. Uh-huh. That makes you feel the most the most alive. Uh huh.
0: And so how do, how do women respond to this? Because I'm guessing they've had some deep trauma.
1: Yeah, I don't always feel like I'm like called to the church as far as like the building, and so most of the people that I interact with have are pretty pretty outside the church uh-huh. but they're so open to holy spirit and it's just like it's so cool because they don't they don't know anything right other than like they're just expecting him to be real and wanting to him to be real it's just such a cool jehovah sneaky moment Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how do you meet these women
1: honestly divine connections i feel like god okay. just like lines it up right Or or out of just real relationships you uh-huh. know God really put that in me and my husband's heart of like loving people without manipulation of bringing them to the kingdom, just loving them right, right. you know so
0: i i I believe that too, mm-hmm. not that you don't eventually talk about that, but sometimes they just need to see love,
1: just see them like I don't even know how many times just in my life when someone just really saw me impacted me the most right they didn't had it's not like they had some amazing this or that just saw me
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I
1: feel like that's the time when I spend with them. Like Again, like I said, I didn't want to call it like, a counseling session because I don't have those credentials. It's more of like, hey, here's Holy Spirit, and he's really speaking to you, and he really loves you, and he really can heal you.
0: And so that is all between them and Holy yeah. Spirit. You're just fostering, fostering. the yeah. connection, yeah. giving them a way to mm-hmm. connect. That's really cool. When you do it in a group, hmm How do
1: you... So I kind of go over the scriptures of the temple because a lot of people don't know... I don't know anything about the Old Testament or the temple mm-hmm. or the foreshadowing and the fulfilling and how awesome he is, right? In <laughs> general and just what he thinks about beauty, you know. And so I kind of go over all those things. And then I, the last session I did is then each woman had a ten minutes with me, where if there was like something she wanted to focus on, whether it was her eyes or her lips or her skin, then I did that. Why I did her makeup, I just spoke over her of what I hear from Holy Spirit as far as how he sees her and how he loves her mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
0: That's
1: awesome. So I just kind of like lean into like, I have more of like a prophetic gifting. So I just lean into that. Let him do his work.
0: Do you think that they connect with the Holy Spirit in those moments?
1: Yeah. Okay. I Yeah. And I don't know if it's like something that God, I don't know, just my lane, like my sweet spot with him where it's just, I believe him for it. So he just shows up in it. Uh And I'm not trying to control it or... You know, I just let him be him with that. And I, I think it's like, it's one of those things, when you meet truth, truth just triumphs. Right. And it just cuts. And like, I mean, a lot of people just don't know the word of God and what it really says and what he can really do. I love in Song of Songs where he talks about you are beauty itself to me. Um, like yeah. it just, mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Talk to me a little bit about it's physical beauty, mm-hmm. and they're they're feeling that for the mm-hmm. first time, but they understand they don't have to put that on. Yes, okay,
1: yeah. I'm like, ugh, even like before and afters and all I do not believe in that. If anybody would try to get like a take a picture of me before then after and be like, "Oh now, here you're so much better now. After this makeup, I would get out of their seat in about two seconds. <laughs> like that is so messed up. no, i don't I don't look at makeup like that at all. I look at makeup like jewelry. Mm-hmm. I look at makeup like clothes where it's just a way to express yourself and just like oh, I like my green eyes so I'm gonna put some red lipstick on and just bring them out a little bit more Yeah, and I think it's just fun to play with creation and play with like how he created you and you realize too like- the fight on it because you've seen like in different religious groups where they start boxing women in right here's your here's your scarf over your head you can only wear this you can't wear any lipstick because that's jezebel mm-hmm. and you know the bible never talked about jezebel being pretty that's <laughs> true it's, or she, never lipstick. Said she was pretty it's <laughs> only the women of god that they talk about being beautiful it's just you realize that there's a fight on beauty too right. and then like you go well why Right. And then you realize it's well, we're we're attracted to that stuff. We're attracted to like mountains. We are attracted to the rivers. We're attracted to. I mean, gosh, I can't imagine what it's like between before the throne. You know? Oh, I know. That's just going to be like. I don't even know if the beauty is the word for that. I think that's why there's hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I I don't think I don't think that we can comprehend. I've no. tried to write what Eden looked like, and uh. I don't think I have the words in my vocabulary I don't think the words are in any of our vocabulary to talk about how beautiful that was
1: you know what I think about Eden I always wonder what it smelled like
0: I I bet it was amazing all that fruit and flower I mean I just I always I don't know why I I
1: I don't even go visual and I'm not even like that I'm so visual (laughs) I always go with my smell I'm like what it smell like I bet it smelled fabulous I know and I feel like heaven I think heaven will do all that too that's so. Mm. Yeah, it's
0: definitely something to look forward to.
1: So when I was like, all right, God, like, you know, when you're mixing makeup, but with like identity, purpose and all of that, I, mm, Jesus, what do you, what do you want with this? And I was like, God, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you want these women to know? And he said, I want them to feel stunning. I want them to feel how I created them. And I'm like, okay, that's totally different than what I would think and that's what set me on the journey of just like looking through the scriptures and realizing oh my gosh how we think about ourselves from how he sees us really changes a lot
0: it does
1: and like if we think we're like fat lazy ugly unproductive that doesn't get us anywhere to what he's called us to right but when we know we're like made to be beautiful and powerful and speak and love and do and like advance his kingdom oh my gosh it's we're unstoppable
0: right when you were when you read from psalm Mm -hmm. my guess is that psalm was talking about the temple falling Yep, and i heard you speak recently you talked about how our body is a temple Mm -hmm. to god and Mm -hmm. that's a lot of where Mm -hmm. your work comes from but the world Mm -hmm. and the enemy Mm -hmm. just push us down and push us down and push us down you were just talking about empowerment and Mm -hmm. and that our purpose however we fulfill that Mm -hmm. all of our purpose is to advance his kingdom yeah we all have gifts yours is is makeup and teaching women Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. are powerful and Mm -hmm. they are beautiful in god's Mm -hmm. eyes not because of makeup but because they are yeah the makeup is just an extra right if they choose to use it So how do you Mm -hmm. push the world out Mm -hmm. and really focus on being God's temple personally?
1: Right. So like one of the times when I was sitting down with him, like, all right, what's your thoughts on this? And I was like, I realized, I'm like, there's always going to be another trend we can't keep up with. Right. Gosh, eyebrows, lips, skin, (laughs) you know, like you're never going to, and not every trend is going to fit you, you know? And it made me, it freed me up because he was like, it's not on you to create you. I already did that. You know, I've already created your DNA, I created who you are, I create your eye color, I create your skin color for a purpose. And like, I created your feature, I created this, like certain DNA that constantly gets passed down in families from your grandma's eyes to your great grandma's lips. And I just think that he's so intentional in that. Mm-hmm. Like so intentional of like, I don't know, I just think that's like really precious.
0: It is, but how did you get there? How did you get to that point where you could feel that? Because I know there are women out there, and it doesn't—it doesn't matter how Mm -hmm. much I encourage Mm -hmm. and lift them up. Mm -hmm. There is so much more world telling them they're down, Mm -hmm. and you've been able to rise above that.
1: I think it's just because, like growing up, everything was always wrong with me. My eyes were too too far apart. My nose was too big or too wide. I think was one of them. Um, I was too fat, too this, you know. And I just remember that, like I said, that day I just got sick of being pushed around, and I just turned towards God and said, "Who am I?" Why'd you create me however? And why am I interested in this? And why am I wired like this? What's my fivefold? What's my gifts? Show me and make me so that when I go to release my arrow, I hit the bullseye and I'm not aimless in what I do, you know? And and so, you know, I had to go back to like, I had to do healing sessions and go back to when I was five and um, let him come in and heal certain traumas. And then I refused to let those continue to dictate who I thought I was, who I think I am. And I just realized more and more like, we cannot ha- we cannot afford to have a single thought about ourselves that he doesn't have. Right. And, you know, and I, I think people have that whole, like, well, I think I'm beautiful, so it's, like, vain. No, vanity is anything that's apart from him. Right. You know, like, because, you know, they always want to use the beauty. Religion does. You know, like, beauty is vanity. And I asked him about that. I said, well, what do you think about that? And he said, you know vanity is anything without purpose right. without my purpose and i was like that's so good because esther is beautiful and then that yeah <laughs>
0: right well like you said the, the mountains are the sky at a certain time yeah. of day and we are drawn to that
1: oh we're taking pictures we are like going right. we are going to the national parks we are going to the state parks you know right. just to go look at it in every season and, and it's, it's just,
0: beautiful and god made it mm-hmm. i never thought of it that way before
1: well it, Um, There's a scripture, I'm not going to say it completely right, but all of creation testifies. Right. You know, and it's like, you can look around and know that there's a God and that he's purposeful in all of it.
0: Yeah. And I think you're right. I think that we do put a lot on beauty and now we have to learn to live, we we have to learn to live within the culture of that Mm -hmm. through God's eyes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and so whatever that looks like, Mm. right and what fits you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be yeah. worldly acceptable right mm-hmm. now if if you want something different. yeah. When my kids were little, you know, short hair for boys, long oh, yeah, hair yeah, for yeah. girls. The yeah. whole thing used to be when my kids were little many, many decades ago. And uh, I remember sitting through at, at church, there was a lady that spoke about what we needed to do as our kids were growing up she said there are going to be so many battles Mm -hmm. you need to take your hand and you need to make each finger the five things you're willing to fight to the death on Mm -hmm. not really to the death Mm -hmm. but the things that you're willing to go round Uh and round about and she said anything that's not on those five fingers isn't worth fighting about right and one of the things she talked about was hair Uh and clothes Mm -hmm. she said now they have to have things covered but she said what they choose to wear mm-hmm. should not be one of those five fingers, and and that was some of the best advice I got as a parent.
1: That is really good
0: because you were talking about freedom, and it made me think of this. You know, them having the freedom to change their hair color, or how, or f- for my older son to have a little bit longer mm-hmm. hair when nobody had it, and he wore bretts, and yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah, not at all normal, but it wasn't worth a battle over, and so. I think that kind of goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. What, whatever makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to wear the bright blue eyeshadow from the 80s, Go for if it. that is what you want today <laughs> even though it's not stylish, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I I look at I I am not brave enough to do this, but I just look at some of these older women mm-hmm. that are going with purple hair mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. blue hair and I think, why not? It's it it means nothing. I
1: I remember so I was like the youngest out of six and I was like six years after the last one or the second to last one and so my parents were pretty much like grant don't really care about about much and so I remember me and my friend would just grab go grab dye at the store and do blondes and you know all kinds of chunky highlights whatever and it was never a big deal yeah because it would just and so whenever I've had like a teenager or whatever else and I you know I you know I'm like conservative with like okay we're not gonna add like all this and that but the mom um, almost acting like the mascara was changing her. And I'm like, it washes off. None (laughs) of this is going to change you. Yeah, None of this changes you. You're still you, you know? But I remember just being really wigged out by that because I was like, it's not a big deal. It's not permanent. It's fine. You can go wash it off right now. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: talked about it being like jewelry. You know, you can take that necklace off and, and put something else on.
1: But like, you know, I like The temple, like everything was like gold, and like everything from there was like the pomegranates and the um, so- the palm trees, and like mm-hmm. everything had a deep all I mean, it, the symbolism, the details, and all of that. I look at it at us and I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, why? Like, what if we sat with Jesus and said, Why do I have green eyes? What did you think about when you made my green eyes or my olive skin? What did you think about that? Why did you do that, yeah. you know, or or brown skin? Why, why that? and what demographic you live in or whatever you know what I mean like right. what if we just really asked, like what were you thinking when you created me yeah I don't know <laughs> that's
0: a great question too
1: well there's an activation that you can do where you stand and like you just close your eyes and just ask Holy Spirit I'm gonna stand in front of the mirror and I want you to show me how you like how you see me and like, what am I dressed in? How's my hair? How's my makeup? Or if I have makeup on, what's my jewelry look like? What's this look like? And I started like looking, like you know, the scriptures and stuff like that. And there's this one where it talks about his bride, and like it goes in detail about her garments. And there's so many things in the Bible about garments. You know, you tear your garments, right? Or they get new garments, or their garments are white, or this or that. And you realize like. He's so detailed Mm -hmm. and like it's also symbolic of like what you're called to.
0: Right. Right. Well, and as a whole, we are all his bride that he's coming back for. Yes. And so when you think of it in terms of
1: that, that's amazing. It's so amazing. (laughs) And like I think it gives people freedom to be what he created you to be, Mm -hmm. not the next cookie cutter. Right. And like, you know, you come alive when I come alive when i know who like who i am and when people see me for who i am mm-hmm. and not what they want me to be right you know and it's like i feel like i can run faster that way <laughs> right
0: and that's how god sees us as he made us as we are mm-hmm. he sees the beauty regardless of all of the the trauma and the hurt and the pain that's on top yeah he sees the beautiful mm-hmm. inner part of us that he made right in his image
1: right which is so beautiful right. right That's so good.
0: So if you could give advice to women, what what would be your favorite piece of advice about how we look?
1: If I were to give one piece of advice and like I feel like the thing that would change has changed my life the most. Is is the fact of sitting with him. I know I've said this a thousand times in this podcast, but like I just looked down and Colossians three, four says, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed, for you are now one with him in his glory. I I tell you that, and then I would tell you that the pain, the trauma can be healed. And he wants to heal that. He doesn't want to see Jesus all over again. He wants to see Jesus in me. Right. And on my wiring. Right. You know? And, and, and
0: watch you take Jesus out into your world. Yeah.
1: The way that I'm wired. Yeah. And that's so, I don't know. I, when I see people, the kingdom of God, all be so individual and like, you're just drawn to that. Where you're just like, "Who are you? Tell me more. Like, how did God wire you? What's your gifts? What's your fivefold? What's this?" Yeah. And you just can't get enough of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Where you're like, "I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Like, I gotta see the promise of God over your life." Yeah. Because it's just so cool. It is. It is. <laughs> or like the route he's taking you, and how's he doing this? What? what who uh-huh. are you called to? Yeah. What's your niche? You know, it's just. Just so y'all know, she did that when she sat down here. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I, know, I just, well, you know, it's yeah. just like fun to like. Yeah. Everybody's so made to be you know so different.
0: We all have gifts and yeah. When we when we tap into that for his glory. Oh my gosh, it's the it is the most amazing thing.
1: Well, I love personality tests. So like I don't know. Like I feel like finding knowing your gift and knowing the fivefold knowing your wiring, knowing my green eyes is like a personality test of like oh this is why I do what I do because you wired me like this or right. you created me in this and right. it's just like you come alive to it and then you're not like I don't know why I'm like that Yeah, <laughs> there's a reasoning <laughs> I'll have
0: to ask because there's lots of people that want to know why I'm wired the way I'm wired <laughs> me and you both <laughs> I think we're wired very similarly mm-hmm. um, so I always ask my guests two questions the first yeah. one is what are you reading right now
1: uh, the Wild, wait, hang on, let me pull it up. It's called, I'm reading it very slowly because it's called The Wild Ones by Nate Johnst- Johnston. He's an Australian. He just moved um, to the United States right when COVID happened, the day before he got into the United States before everything got shut down. Oh, my goodness. Um, got, gave his wife a dream and had every cal- every day in the calendar marked out except for like March 9th. And so she woke up and she goes, no, no matter what, we have to leave for that day. <laughs> they got here and the next day everything was shut no, it's yeah and um <laughs> she he is um a pioneer he's a r- prophetic pioneer um and that's kind of like my lane um and that whole book is just i don't know definitely doesn't make me feel alone yeah it's very like all the i feel like not that i could have wrote it but i'm like yep god said the same exact thing to me yep and like in my quiet time um we're just you know, when I'm hearing things from God, um, I'm I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if that's that's was Holy Spirit or not and I'm just looking for confirmation. Sometimes I'll go over to his blogs and then boop, it's right there. Even yeah. the language. Like that's in interesting. Some or in March twenty twenty, God told me, It's time to take back the airwaves. Well, you know, the enemy is the prince of power of the air. And I was like, no. And I thought about the media and I thought about Hollywood and I thought about, then I didn't know all the things of fake news yet, you know what I mean? And so all of a sudden it was like, take back the airwaves. And so I started realizing there's so much to our voice of releasing truth over the airwaves Mm -hmm. and over the areas of influence that God's given us. So, sorry, that's a long thing. But he, uh, it's just been so impactful.
0: Yeah, I've heard other people that have really enjoyed that, so I'll have to look it up. Mm -hmm. And, uh then my last question is what is bringing you joy right now
1: um the biggest thing that's bringing me joy right now is uh doing nothing i know that sounds like that's Mm -hmm. so against my grain um but he's had me here about eight months and so when i wake up in the morning he goes what do you want to do today and I'm like, you tell me what we're going to do today. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and, it's like um, the what's for dinner thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, it's easier just to obey. It's different to dream, yeah. you know. Um, and so I just get to really look at my family in the eyes. Uh-huh. I um, like it's it's brought back intentionality in everything mm-hmm. I do. That's awesome. And so that's what's bringing me joy.
0: That's awesome. So how often are you having your workshops right now? Or are you kind of on a hi- hiatus from that? No, it's just
1: whenever people book okay. with it. Um, so sometimes I have a couple a week or um, not at all that week or whatever else. So, mm-hmm. Or the group um, sessions I did uh, about a month ago. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Haley. Thank you so much. For sharing some of your story and insights. I really appreciate it. And reminding us that we are made in God's image. Yes. And that's beautiful. Yes. So thank thank you. you. That was so fun.